Good morning, Jamelin. Good morning, Kim. Welcome back. It Thank seems like you. it's been forever. I know. It has been a little bit. Yeah. I mean, between um, your time away and... We were together at Christmas, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And then I was trying to think. We had a week where I was off because I was celebrating... Dave and I were celebrating our 19th anniversary. Congratulations. Which is pretty exciting. exciting. And then I think while we were on our 19th anniversary, I picked up COVID. Yep, yep, yep. (laughs) That's what every woman's looking for in this small box, right? right. You open it up. and (laughs) So I um, was gone then last week. So COVID has kind of gone through our house. I got it. Then Nathan got it. Dave has it right now. And now I have super immunity. I'm like fired up and ready to go. I haven't tested positive yet, but I had a close contact. So I did the five days of quarantine and got a negative test. But it's like every Every, I had a friend say, oh, my gosh, do you know where you got it? And I just started to laugh. I was like, from life? I mean, I think it's just kind of floating around everywhere. Especially I don't go anywhere, which is hysterical that I got it. Yeah. I mean, I work from home, you know, so. I mean, I just, I always say you could get it at Costco, right? Well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you just, it's everywhere right now. And I think the reason is just so our listeners know, um, I had, I didn't have any symptoms. I was actually at the doctor for something else. And while they were there, they were like, do you want to do a COVID test? And I was like, yeah, my throat kind of hurts because I heard that's what you say. Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> and they um, gave me one. I think I was I was getting ready to go on a girls' trip, so I was just trying to, like, check some boxes. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And so the next day, they were like, yeah, I was positive. I was like, what? <laughs> I couldn't believe it. So yeah. I felt okay. I was a little sleepy, but I think I could have just had seasonal, what's that called, seasonal? Oh, seasonal affective disorder. Yeah, I think yeah. I have a little bit of that, and it was yeah. so gray, so I just blamed it on COVID, but I probably was a little depressed. Yeah, you could have been. <laughs> But I just got back from Miami, so I've got a lot of vitamin D now, and kind of hyped up on life a little bit. Except John said it's going to be 20 degrees by the end of the night, but... So get outside right now. I guess. (laughs) I'm not listening to John in this case, but... It's it's winter in Indiana. Yeah. It's gloomy, it's gray, it's cold. So with one thing more, we typically talk about the sermon from the Sunday before, but I feel like we've kind of missed a couple sermons. So I thought maybe for our our listener today, we might throw a couple things in together. Yeah, and I mean, our whole series is about spiritual practices. So, I mean, we won't do any, you know, spoilers for the ones to come, but we can certainly talk about spiritual practices, the ones that we've... um, mentioned on Sunday mornings in the sermon and ones that you and I may be practiced or have practiced. Yeah, Dave and I are doing this Sunday together, okay. attentiveness. Okay. <laughs> You're doing attentiveness. So that was my reaction <laughs> when he said that. He goes, it's attentiveness. And like, I literally kind of like spit a little. I was laughing so hard. But the more I got to thinking about it, the more I realized attentiveness isn't always just being very quiet. Well, we'll talk about that next week. But okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. So I do believe that I bring something to the table okay. in in the world of attentiveness. Well, well, I'm waiting with bated breath. I know. Yeah. But so la- you and Dave talked about quiet time, mm-hmm. which um, today I took Mar- Nathan to school. Then I drove. Margaret is quarantining at my parents' house okay. since ever- she's really oh, trying to not get COVID. One that hasn't had it. 
like legit packed her suitcase, everything, went to my parents' house. So then I had to drive from Nathan's school to go pick Margaret up at my parents' house. And I did it with the radio off. Oh, yeah. That's a great practice. You taught me that. Good. And I told myself, okay, three more minutes, and then you can turn the radio on. And before I realized it, I was at my parents' house, and it had been way more than three minutes. Yeah, what did you notice? I really did kind of think through. I kind of went through a list of gratitude because I am, like, just so incredibly thankful for this weekend I just had. I needed it. So badly that I was just kind of going through a series of gratitude. And I have a friend whose parents are really ill, so I spent some time praying for them. And, um, you know, just some other people that I have said, oh, we'll be praying for you. And I thought, you know what, I, I actually really did pray for them, yeah. which is yeah. really great. And it's so, I mean, that can be such a easy way to get some quiet time in because we're usually in our cars You're right. every day. A lot. Yeah. So just, yeah, turn off the manufactured noise. Yeah. yeah. So I nailed that one. So A plus awesome. for me. Yay. Not that it's Good a competition, but I'm kind of winning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, spiritual practices competition. Yeah. Well, you know, it, yeah. it keeps me feisty. What yeah, it does. How do you do with silence? Uh, I do great with silence, I think. Um, I mean, a lot of times in my work, like, I have to just wait, right? I don't want to fill up the space with my voice. Right. So a lot of times I'm just waiting for people to collect their thoughts or tell me about their feelings. And so a lot of times you have to, like, have the pregnant pause, uh, you know, and just not fill it up, which when I'm working with my students – um, my uh, counseling students, like that is a really a growing edge because when things get quiet and their client is not saying anything, uh, what they want to do, you know, sort of naturally is fill up that space. And probably say what they think they should be saying. Yeah, or give give the person like <laughs> yeah. three options, like multiple <laughs> right. choice for what they might I notice you're not talking, so let me tell you right now you're feeling sad. <laughs> exactly. That's what you should be saying. <laughs> exactly. Did yeah. I get that right? Right. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so I think... You know, I think probably because I've been doing that work for 15 years, it's pretty easy for me to be quiet. However, that's in my work. So in my personal practices, I'm not sure that I always, uh, well, yes, I am. I'm sure that I don't always <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, find or make the time to really intentionally create some quiet time, you know. Yeah. yeah. And you kind of had to schedule it. Like, you schedule other things, you know? Like, mm -hmm. recently, did you see this funny um, post that was going on between Reese Witherspoon and Ina Garten? Mm -hmm. Do you know Ina Garten? Mm -hmm. She's, She's my favorite. Barefoot Contessa. Mm -hmm. I love her. Yeah, I do, too. Um, I love her, too, because she doesn't have a size 6 waistline. That makes me really she happy. She looks like a cook, right? She does, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would just, like, dream to be invited to one of her dinner parties. Uh, I love her garden. Yes, have, all uh, of it. It's all on her tablescapes. When She's I, my when, Just as a side, just as a funny for people who watch Barefoot Contessa, when Margaret was really little, like maybe even one or two, I started watching that a lot mm -hmm. when I was home with her, mm -hmm. and Margaret loved her. Oh. Like I don't know if it was like the she flow of her talk or something, too. but yeah. Margaret would just kind of, like, sit and stare. <laughs> it was really funny. Anyway, Reese Weatherspoon put something out like every morning when you wake up, you should get up early 
Make sure you're sitting out in the sun for at least 15 minutes to get that vitamin D. Schedule time for you to read an hour a day. And I'm like, what is this world she's living in, right? <laughs> well, then apparently down below in the comments, Ina was like, maybe that's how you start the day, but here's how I start the day. She's like, I wake up, I spend an hour in bed doing Sudoku on my phone. <laughs> you know, like, I try to plan like really good dinner parties with my friends and family because that's where I get my energy you know, like all this kind of stuff. And I thought, now that's more like my jam. Yeah, like, yeah. and that's to say there's more than one way to seize the day, right? Like, yeah. really, I mean, and where do you have to be living to sit outside for 15 well, minutes? Well, I mean, I was like, that? you want me to, you know, I would be like, uh, excuse me, Ms. Witherspoon, I don't live in L.A. Right, exactly, like, exactly. <laughs> yeah, if I go sit out right now for 15 minutes, according to John, I'll get frostbit. Because mm -hmm. it's going to be 20 degrees. So. <laughs> We're not doing that today. No. Not here. So um, <clears throat> finding quiet time, I think you really have to schedule it. I think you'd have to schedule it, too. And uh, one of the things that I don't know that um, Pastor Dave and I got to was um, the stuff I've been reading about brain imaging. Oh, yeah. how uh, now, like, it's scientifically proven that people that have... Um, high spirituality or faith life or belief in something outside themselves are um, more protected against sadness and depression. Um, and we can actually, I mean, we knew that anyway, right? I mean, it I mean, makes sense people if of faith. you're part of, and also if you believe that there's a community, mm -hmm. you don't feel lonely. Right. I mean, you do, yeah. but you don't. You experience loneliness, but you know that it's not permanent. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, that there can be a group of people to come around you. Yeah. Um, I think, too, when you have, like, this idea that there's something else beyond you. So, like, in our case, we mm -hmm. would believe that, you know, Jesus is teaching us to love and to share and to care. Yeah. It gives you a purpose. Exactly. And a purpose helps you get up in the morning. It helps mm -hmm. you drive you through the day. Yep. I mean, a lack of purpose is really difficult. Yeah, because when you don't have purpose, you don't have connection, right? Right. So you don't, probably don't have that community that's supporting you or that you can go to for support. So some people would say, well, I believe in Jesus and all that, but I still don't really understand what my purpose is. And I would probably point them back to the quiet time. Yeah, for sure. Because things come in your mind. Yeah, that, yeah, so speaking of that, like going back to your quiet time to find your purpose, I mean, we both sort of morphed out of what we were doing before into right. what we're doing now. Yes, and correct. So was quiet helpful for you in It was. I mean, I didn't feel my call to ministry with a lot of chaos and noise around me. I mean, yeah. it was a very peaceful sort of moment in my life. Yeah quiet. Um, I, but I do think for myself, like I loved my job. I loved the world I was living in, mm -hmm. but I didn't feel like I had purpose. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember for me, we were at like a, when you're in sales, a lot of times they do like these sales, um, you know, meetings where they really want to try and, and motivate you to have, oh, yeah. they want to, they're trying to give you a purpose to sell, right, yeah, right? right? But in the sales world, a lot of times the purpose is financial. Uh -huh. So I remember the guys like, I want you to write down like, what's three things in your life that you really want to be passionate about, you uh -huh. know? And I wrote 
having a family, like sharing God's message, like meeting, like marrying someone, which at that point in my life, I wasn't even dating one. I, I was so shocked at what I put on the paper. <laughs> no offense, uh, listeners, but I actually whispered to myself, Oh shit. <laughs> like, this because is what I really want. I was like, I didn't write like a boat, a, like, right. you know, which that's what they wanted. It's yeah. just, and they were like, now find a picture and put it over your phone. Uh-huh. So when you're making calls, this will motivate you. And I was like, my purpose, my vision of what life was, was way different than the world I was living in, which would make sense. I was 23. Right. I was trying to kind of think about the next stage of life, but. Then I realized what I really need is a purpose, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But being called to ministry doesn't actually answer that question either. No. <laughs> you have to have, yeah. I mean, you have to find purpose in the ministry. In the ministry, yeah. which was so disappointing yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So going back to your question, the silence, I think, um, I mean, you could say it was real quiet in that room as we're writing these things down. But it was like I sort of, I wish I'd kept those that piece of paper, I think it would be really neat for me to have that in my life now. But I think for me, then it was like, well, what does that mean? And I started listening more, which meant I had to be quiet. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Because if you're talking, you aren't listening, right? Right. So once I recognized, oh, brother, this is not going to be what I do, which was so... So disappointing for me. Yeah. Because I really did love yeah, it. Yeah, you were early on in your career. Yeah, for me, I was like, I was sitting in a meeting and we were talking about who our customer was going to be for an 80 inch television. And uh, I was kind of like, Jamal and Williamson, uh, that's who. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> like, who You're needs You're like, that? I haven't met her yet, but she's going to want it. <laughs> Like, okay, like who like who needs that? Nobody. Like who can afford that? Not very many people at the time, right? Uh so it was just kinda like, okay, I, I think I was like, okay, God, I realize that like you're calling me to do something with a little more intrinsic value than figuring out like how to make a remote with a hundred buttons or a gigantic I team. want all of that. <laughs> Y'all should have just had an eight by 10 photo of me up in your uh, conference room. Um, I know it is hard. And then I have some friends that I was so envious of because they continue to love their work. Like I had a manager at the time who she was so good at what she did. And really her purpose in ministry was to mentor people like me. Like I watched her have a really successful career be a wife and a mother. Like I watched her figure all that out. Years later when I had little kids, I would think about Becky and be like, okay, now I remember Becky running out of the office to pick up her kids Uh, from daycare because it was like $5 for every minute. She was like, you know, (laughs) and, but somehow she made it work. So I, people are listening, please do not hear us. Like there is such powerful roles people of faith can have Mm-hmm. working in whatever place they are. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I just couldn't shake, I couldn't scratch the itch, you know, like I kept, mm-hmm. and I think going back when I, once I recognized the call, I would go back to college and I probably was being called to ministry in college, but there was no way I was going to be quiet no. in college. Yeah. Forget about yeah, it. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Like, well, I was yeah. not being called to ministry at Harry's yeah. and it was not quiet there. Yeah, like, exactly. Um, so there is a lot of power in the silence. 
mm-hmm. and movement mm-hmm. in the in the silence as well. Yeah, which kind of we also talked some in there about uh, frugality, which was what Pastor right. Seth hit on this past week, um, and like the difference between wants and needs. And I think, all, I mean, I'm going to go back to quiet because in the quiet you can sort of discern that. Like, is this something that is going to be helpful in my life or not, really? Well, and I think some frugality is thrown to the side when impulsivity takes place. Mm-hmm. And, and you're never impulsive and in, in quiet. No. When you said that, <laughs> the vision I had in my mind was the checkout at any place oh, nowadays. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and how you have to go through the maze of yes. chips and candy and magazines and grocery Again, bags. Again, <laughs> that was, I am like the, a marketer's dream when it comes out because I'm like, I do need that sponge thing that is yeah. no different than the 85 cent one, but I'm going to, I probably need that $5 one. Right, exactly. Yeah. I want to be clear though, I have never cut my toothpaste open and scraped from inside of it. Well, I have not. So done Seth's going to be on his own on that one. But I have done it with the tube of lotion on the regular. Like there's lotion in there, so I just cut it and get the lotion out. Why throw it away? I'm with him on that one. I think <laughs> not you guys the toothpaste. Are That's a little really messy. great. I just want to know, like, <laughs> were you alive during the depression? Is that why you do this? Or you know, no? I mean, my grandparents certainly were. But I know. I it's like know. my grandma who would never throw a rubber band away. Oh, yeah. You know, I want to be like, Grandma, there's not like, you know, any kind of, what were the little sheets where they had? But, you know, I mean, frugality, though, that kind of frugality could help us, you know, save the planet. Sure. (laughs) Or I'll be way more selfish and think that kind of frugality might let me retire three years earlier than I... Yeah, getting back from Florida, I'm like, yeah, I I got, I'm going to have to be able to have a little time down there in my retirement. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I will start and getting away. my open. Just getting away. How about that as a spiritual practice? Because also what Seth said is that spiritual practices can be the ordinary things that we are doing anyway. We can turn those into something. Yeah. Spiritual. Well, I think for me, because of my personality too, getting away is really important because for, like I was with my there were six of us that are very, still very tight from elementary school, mm. high school, you mm-hmm. know, that age of our life. And just having, like, time to laugh so hard yeah. Yeah. at ourselves. And, I mean, it was so therapeutic for my soul yeah. um, to just laugh and laugh and to think, I cannot believe I did that. And Yeah, it's nice. Uh, to have people that have known you for so long. Like, I'm going in March to meet my friend Dana. And ah, yes. um, I, I bought her a mug for Christmas that says, uh, we've known each other for so long, I'm not sure who's the bad influence. Correct. she knows yeah. so much <laughs> about yeah. my whole life, right? Yeah, I, um, I'm always like, everyone has signed a confidentiality form. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, yeah. But I think when you know people that long, they're either, I'm like, go ahead, say whatever you want to about me, but I've got probably four stories more, <laughs> you know, to share. Yeah. But yeah, so I think spiritual practices can be spending time in community. And, you know, it is hard if you mm-hmm. haven't felt like you have found your community. Mm-hmm. But I think that's one of the things that Seth is working on here, like trying to get people in small groups. And so if you're listening and you're like, I don't really have 
that group of people, really contact Seth because yeah. he wants to help people identify that so that you're – identify, sorry, groups yeah. so that people are – yeah, and a lot of times that's the place where you, when you find your people, you find your passion, or your people can help you find right. Your or they'll about. say, "I really see this in you," mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, but it was interesting. One of the things that while we were on our trip one night, we were like, "If you're not, if you weren't doing what you're doing now, what do you wish you were doing?" Mm-hmm. And it was fun to listen to my friends kind of say, you know, "Oh, I wish I had like gone and worked at ESPN," you know, mm-hmm. and. And then they came to me, and I said, well, I don't really feel like I, I had a say in it. Like, when you're called to something, it's yeah. not like, I guess, I was like, so I guess, I said, I really love, and I really love what I'm doing now. I said, yeah. but it took me a while within this calling to figure out what I wanted my niche to mm-hmm. be. Um, but then later, I was like, but I probably would have loved to have been a backup country singer. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. Not backup, though. <laughs> no, I would have liked to have been a backup because they wear, like, the fun outfits. And they have the I choreography. Done. I, mean, I always wanted to be a pip, you know? Oh, man. Like. <laughs> yeah. They had it. They had the dance moves all together. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I tell you what, we just have plowed through our time. Really? Already? It happens. I hope every, it goes as quickly for our listeners <laughs> yeah. as it does for us. <laughs> Um, okay, so we're going to practice, keep practicing silence. And frugality. And free, well, sure, frugality. Yeah, yeah, yeah that one's harder. <laughs> like, when he talked about cars, especially, like, the car with no accessories, I'm like, mm, I kind of like that heated seat. Yeah, I think Seth <laughs> might be on his own on this one. God love him. There's probably other people that's the way they connect spiritually, and so that's great. Yeah. I'm uh the giving part I can get with but oh 100 you know, percent yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but maybe just finding a way and frugality doesn't have to be with money either it no, could not you can at be all. frugal with other things yeah, too. yeah for sure I don't know what those other things are because I really want the 80 inch TV oh. I mean when you watch sports you feel like you're there so that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> so it is. So um, we'll be back, right? Yes. For All right. More well, we will uh, tune in this Sunday for Dave and Jamelin. Yeah. We're going to talk about attentiveness. Attentiveness. Definitely, I'm tuning in for that. This <laughs> <laughs> is going to be a major plot twist when Jamelin talks about it. Right. Yeah. All right. Have a great week. Yep. Have a good week. Bye, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Bye.